0: Welcome to the Riverside Church Podcast. We hope today's message encourages you and strengthens your walk with God. Enjoy the message. Let's all stand and pray for this message right now and ask the Lord to take us deeper, shall we? Lord God, here we are. We're in your presence tonight. We're your people. Lord, show us our identity show us how we're born to reign thank you Lord God you're going to open up our hearts and minds to understand who we are and you're going to change us from the inside out according to your word this night in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus. While you're standing, I want to read from the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 16, continuing what Pastor C.J. preached about, how God changed David's identity. Thus Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. You see, Samuel, the prophet, was there to anoint the future king. And Jesse had a lot of sons... But nobody invited David because they just didn't think he, he was worthy. And Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has chosen none of these. And Samuel said to Jesse, Are all the young men here? And he said, There remains yet the youngest. And there he is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send and bring him. For we will not sit down till he comes here. So he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy with bright eyes and good looking. (laughs) It's hard to imitate that. (laughs) And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. Whoa, you feel the Spirit of the Lord right now? Come on. We're getting a taste of what David felt when that oil was poured out over his head. And the presence of God just covered him. And somehow this young man, who was a shepherd boy that... His family didn't even think he was much. Maybe he didn't even think he was much. All of a sudden, the presence of God comes upon his life, like it's coming upon you and I right now, and he is being changed into another person, just like you are right now, just like I am right now, because the Spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us like oil. Do you feel his anointing oil upon you right now? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And so somehow this slingshot guy who was getting really good throwing out stones becomes a giant slayer. Something happened to him that day. He changed his mind about who he was. He was known as and he knew himself as a shepherd boy, But all of a sudden, what came into his life that made that huge difference that he all of a sudden figured, I can take this nine-foot-six giant, no problem. I don't care what my brothers say. I don't care what the king says. I only know what the king is telling me, that this guy is defiling the armies of the living God, and I've got something that's not going to stop until he comes down. What happened to this kid? I know what happened. You know what happened. The Spirit of God came upon him. Woo. You may be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. And like David, you and I are born to reign as kings. Our identity shifts when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon us. You're not who you used to be. I'm not who I used to be. It's because God's presence makes that difference in our identity. So God himself revealed his identity to Moses in the Old Testament when Moses asked him, "'Who shall I say sent me when I go to the children of Israel?' And you know what the Lord told him? He said, you tell him, I am sent you. The eternal self-existent one sent you. That's all you need to know is that I am. Mm. That's our God. And he has given an identity to his people as well throughout time. Throughout the Old Testament, he had special names for them. But tonight, I'm going to be preaching on our identity in the New Testament through the Son of David, our Messiah, Jesus Christ, because God has given us an identity. It doesn't matter who other people say you are. It doesn't matter who you say you are. When God comes into your life, the only thing that matters is what the I am says. I want you to repeat after me my earworm for tonight that I hope you never forget because I believe that God doesn't want you to forget who you are. Ready? I'm going to clap eight times. That's the rhythm. And then we're going to chant the earworm. Ready? Ready? I am who I am, because the I am tells me who I am. I am who I am, because the I am tells me who I am. I am who I am, because the I am tells me who I am. I am who I am, because the I am tells me who I am. Come on. Well, some of you are thinking, who am I? Well, here goes. And we're going to go from A to Z. You know, one of the ministers was preaching the other day, and he said that uh, he was preaching from the Psalms, and it might have been Pastor Caleb, and he said it was an acrostic, or the ABCs of the Hebrew alphabet, and the Psalm he was reading from was A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way through, the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. Well, we have 26 And I couldn't find anything for an X. So I'm going to give you 25 things just about as fast as I can if we get through it because it's going to be so inspiring (laughs) Uh, because it's God's word, just pure word. You ready? The I am says I am accepted in the beloved. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as his sons by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. Are you getting this? God wanted you in his family to the praise of his glory of grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved Jesus Christ. Come on, let's praise him right now. Thank you, Lord, for making me accepted in the beloved. The I am says I am born again through the word of God. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit in sincere love of the brethren, Love one another with a pure heart, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. That's why we preach the word of God here, because it causes you to be born again. The I am says I am a conqueror in all things. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation? Shall distress? Persecution? Famine? Nakedness? Peril? Sword? Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor present things, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ, our Lord. The I am says I am delivered from darkness. We've had some deliverances here All the time, tonight, and there's going to be more of them because he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. I am, says I am, an epistle of Christ. An epistle is a letter, right, that the apostles wrote to the churches. And the apostle Paul says, clearly, you, Corinthians, are an epistle of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not on tables of stone, but on tablets of flesh, that is, on the heart Hallelujah. You're writing the gospel a chapter each day. In deeds that you do and words that you say. Men, read what you write, whether faithless or true. Say, what is the gospel according to you? You're an open letter, and everyone's reading us, right? The I am says I am a fellow citizen with the saints. Now, therefore... You are no longer strangers or foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitted together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. The I am says I am great in heaven's kingdom. Assuredly, Jesus said, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. Now, listen to that. all the millions of people who were born. No one was greater than John. But Jesus said, He who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than He. You say, Oh, I'm nothing, I'm nobody. I'm not much, wait a minute, wait a minute. Allow me to correct your thinking here. If you're the least person in the kingdom of God, you're greater than the greatest. You're not cocky. You know who put you there. It was the Lord, but you're great. And you might as well start accepting who you are and quit feeling like you're getting beat up by the devil and you're bothered by other people. You're great. Because Jesus, the greatest of all, is inside of you. That's why. The I am says, I am an heir of God. You're an inheritance. You may be left out of an earthly will, but you have a heavenly will, folks, that's putting you in a very privileged position. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs of god and joint heirs with christ because because he's our brother the scripture says right so we have inherited everything jesus had that's why he could tell us the things that i've done you're going to do and even greater things shall you do because we're heirs together with him the i am says i am an inheritor of a blessing you like blessings I love blessings. Finally, all of you be of one mind, having compassion for one another, love as brothers, be tenderhearted, be courteous, not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. Mm. Abraham was blessed to be a blessing to others. And we are the sons of Abraham through faith in Jesus Christ. So we have the blessing of Abraham upon us that God gave to him. You see? We're inheriting this in this life, not to mention eternal life, I am who I am because the I am tells me who I am. I am who I am because the I am tells me who I am. I am who I am because the I am tells me who I am. I am who I am because the I am tells me who I am. The I am says, I am a judge of the world and angels. Dare any of you, having a matter against another, Go to law before the unrighteous and not before the saints. No lawsuits, y'all. Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? Do you know that? And if the world be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Do you not know that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? Here come the judge. And it's you. (laughs) The I am says I am, a knower of him that is true. We know, we know that we are of God. And the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. And we know that the Son of God has come and given us an understanding that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true, in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. You know it. We know it. The I am says I am light in the Lord. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you as is fitting for saints. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. Uh Uh-oh. No more cussings. Just say, thank you, Lord. (laughs) For this you know, no fornicator, no unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them, for it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, awake you who sleep. Arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you light. Woo! You say, man, I've been walking in darkness according to this. Yep, but guess what? Just turn on the light of Jesus, and the darkness flees. Come on. Praise the Lord. The I am says I am a member of Christ. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. But he was joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Flee sexual immorality. Now You don't run to it. You run away from it. Every sin that a man does is outside the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you're not your own? Oh, I'm going to do what I want. I Nobody's telling me what to do. If you're a Christian and Jesus is living in you, no, you're not your own. You belong to him. That's who you are. This is your identity, y'all. For you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Mm. Come on. The I am says I am a new creation in Christ. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature or creation. Old things have what? passed away. Behold, all things. Well, most things. Some things. All things have become new. That's who you are. The I am says, I am an obedient child of God. Oh, no more disobedience like Adam. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober Rest your hope fully on the grace that brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ as obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lusts in your ignorance. But as he who has called you is holy, you also be holy. That means set apart to God in all your conduct. Because it is written, be holy because I am holy. The I am says I am a partaker of the divine nature. What? What? Grace and peace be multiplied to you. The knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by his glory and virtue by which have been given to us exceeding great and precious promises That through these exceeding great and precious promises, you may be partakers of the divine nature. The very nature of God Almighty, the Holy One, is living inside of you. Wow, what a great promise, y'all. We've got that. That's who we are. The I am says, I am a quencher of the devil's darts. Remember the armor of God they were preaching about around here last semester? Yeah, you take on the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, the the, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth. And then here he says in verse 16 of Ephesians 6, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench most of the devil's darts, some of the devil's darts, Oh, three quarters of them, 95.6% of them, 99.325. All of the devil's darts. Don't tell me the devil's been after you all day. What's wrong with you? You're a quencher of the devil's darts by the faith that you have. Woo! I am who I am because the I am tells me who I am. I am who I am because the I am tells me who I am. I am who I am because the I am tells me who I am. I am who I am because the I am tells me who I am. Woo, I'm almost done. The I am says, I am a royal priest, chosen and holy, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light, who were once not a people, but now you are the people of God, who had not obtained mercy. But now you've obtained mercy. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. The I am says, I am saved with a holy calling. God has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began, but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished Death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. The I am says, I am a temple of the living God. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? What communion has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Belial, the devil? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. The I am says I'm unified as one in the Spirit. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness, gentleness, long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. The I am says I am victorious through Christ. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sign, sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible. We shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption. This mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought the past the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, hell. Where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. The I am says, I am washed in the name of Jesus and by the Spirit of God. Do you not know that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, homosexuals, or sodomites, thieves, covetous, drunkards, revilers, extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. Watch this. And such were some of you. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified. In the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. As a believer, when you go down on that water in Jesus' name, it washes you. And the Spirit of God is poured out upon you like water, Scripture says. Oh man, and you're changed into a whole new person. The I am says I am yielded to righteousness unto holiness. Know you not that to whom you yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants you are to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. But God be thanked. And here's that word. This is a common theme, isn't it? You were the servants of sin. But You have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine or teaching which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as you have yielded your members, servants to uncleanness and to iniquity, into iniquity, even so now yield your members, servants to righteousness, Unto holiness. The I am says I am zealous for good works as God's own special people. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Teaching us that we can do whatever we want and God's going to forgive us zealous of good works. Brothers and sisters, you are God's special people. What you were, you're not anymore. And what a great blessing and honor it is to serve the Lord together, right? Let's all stand and praise Him and thank Him for His mercy and love that brought us out of darkness into His marvelous light.